Hello and welcome to the second episode of the 2K Fantasy Premier League podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Chris, and I'm joined by my friend, Kevin Canada. Hey, Kev. Hey, how are you, man? Very good. Very good. Uh, have you been enjoying the uh, the uh, football this weekend? You mean the one match we waited two weeks for? That was shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that was a. It was somewhat of a somewhat of a uh, dis- disappointment, I would say. Somewhat of a disappointment. It was frustrating to watch as a king captainer, and a, I guess Foster clean sheet was nice. Yeah, we sort of it offset the uh, De Gea that a few of us had on the bench, but yeah, how it goes. Yeah. So we are recording our second episode, and well done to those that have come back for a little, little bit more after last week. So how we will split this podcast is the first part is a short and sharp. This these are the key things to know. And last week we did a twenty minute backwards uh, and, and and forwards. This week, because we've already covered a bit of a game week twenty four, we're just going to do just do a ten minutes forward. Uh, but you know there has been quite a few bits, you know, quite a few things have moved since last week, so uh, we shall start that in a second. And then the second part for those that want to listen, listen to that, will be just me and Kev talking about our teams. And just as a reminder, Kev is still on his wild card, albeit I think with recent news, I'm not sure he's got the exact answer of what of what that looks like. So, Kev, if you are ready, should I start you on your ten minutes? Yeah. So this is this is. Uh... We're just not going to do backwards, right? Because we already did backwards, except for like one or I'll just add anything new from that other game into this 10 minute forward as well, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Right. I shall start the timer now. Go, go, go. Okay. <laughs> so first of all, when uh, in the other pod, I said Schmeichel was the king of the week, which was wrong. And the reason that happened is if you go on to the, uh, the mobile version of the fantasy official site, not the app, but the actual URL in, in your mobile browser, it doesn't show you the most recent king of the week when you scroll down. It shows like three weeks ago and you have to scroll sideways, which isn't an excuse. I screwed up, but it's just kind of weird <laughs> that it doesn't show you the most recent one. Of course, it turned out it ended up being Pope with 19 points with this week's king of the week. So I'd say that's the one backward-looking thing that we would we would add if we were going to do another ten minute backwards. But there wasn't really much else to note from that Watford game. It's not like they were making our top three xG or xGA and that sort of thing. It was it was nasty. It was a gross game. Um, so anyway, going forward, I'd say what we would add to the previous pod of this twenty-four looking forward is just that there's been more doubles announced and, and quite a few more um, and there might even be a couple more before game week starts tomorrow so I think for that Chris do you want to do you want to ex- explain that like do you want to just talk about the potential doubles and just say the ones in 26 while you're doing it okay so well I'll start with the doubles in game week 26 so they are I'm looking on the wrong thing. Um, uh, Burnley and Spurs, Watford and Crystal Palace, Liverpool and Leeds, and Arsenal and Wolves. So you've got eight teams doubling. Uh, so clearly a big target for those uh, looking head to game game week 26. In terms of game week 27, the reason why uh, we might get doubles is that is the week of the fifth round of the FA Cup. But because of the permutations of the Premier League teams that have knocked out, there are a potential three or four game, well, a, a maximum of three games that could go in there. So those are Watford and Wolves. Uh, and then Villa could play Burnley or Leeds. And Burnley themselves could actually play Leicester or Villa. So you could actually end up with Watford and Wolves, Burnley and Leicester. And you could also have uh, Leeds and Villa. Uh Everyone seems to think that Burnley and Leicester is a pretty much nailed on because Leicester have got so many games in hand. But uh, fingers crossed, we uh, if we're lucky, we'll find out in the next couple of days. I think it's more real- realistic we'll find out on Friday. But let's see how that plays through. Why do you say that? Um, because uh, looking back, you generally get 
a good two weeks worth of notice. And they also seem to avoid days when there's matches being played. So they don't want to, because uh, they, they, well, they, they don't want to disturb the product, so to speak. So why that's why they announce it tomorrow or on Monday. Like there's nothing tomorrow. Why would it be Friday? Uh, well, I think it'll be, I think it'll be the next couple of days potentially but if they don't make it then i think they'll wait till friday when when they're on any of the matches on that, that's just my my view but i mean obviously it'll be great for the wild carders if you knew what it was before before that deadline on tuesday definitely it would be very helpful <laughs> and it's just confusing because it's changing every day this is why i'll talk about this later but this is why i've been trying to make my wild card based on just games in hand not who's about to wild card immediately or not um, yeah, but it, but... Has, it has changed some of my views on things in the near term, which I'll talk about later. But anyway, so the 27 is still up in the air, but we know for sure that <clears throat> Liverpool doubled in 26. That's the main one that you're worried about, at, or that's the most nor, no, noteworthy. Arsenal double, they have the best double after Liverpool with Brentford and Wolves both at home, but they have a blank on either side. Uh, Leeds double, but so who cares palace double but gallagher doesn't double and the other guys edward might not even play it looks like he might play but the jury's out there isn't too, there aren't too many players there that anybody really wants besides those guys maybe elise but i think he's got rotation risk as well burnley double which is interesting because nick pope just had the you know the game the game week he did but it could also be, I think, a, a bit of a trap just because there's better, cheaper keepers you could pick that also double. Uh, Watford double, which is interesting for anyone not on a wild card because you already have Watford players. So really, that's the most relevant thing. I, oh, sorry, Wolves double as well, but it's a difficult double. However, there's a chance they might double again right after making them much more appealing. So that's, I mean... As far as the, the quick 10-minute forward, I think that's all that needs to be said. It, it's so complicated, though. You're best to look online and find a uh, somebody on Twitter or something that you like that, that does this sort of thing because it's complicated. <laughs> that's all I'd say. But to end that off, uh, next thing we would talk about would be the, the latest injury news. The big one being Livermento was back and played in the FA Cup. A lot of folks still have him as a fifth defender. So he's basically got a gift, if that's the case. It's one less problem you need to deal with. Um, Son's back, which adds uh, some interest into what you want to do with 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 Spurs also doubling. I don't think we said. I don't think I said Spurs double there. Sorry, when I was saying the ones you need to know about. But yeah, they're obviously an important one too. Um, even though one of their matches is City away, there's just so many other good fixtures around it, and I I think Kane or Son could be the best captain this week. If you have them in your team, you'd probably throw it on him. Um, so or one of them, sorry. Uh, Sancho got injured. Bruno might have a knock. That's probably the most noteworthy injury piece of news. Cause it might just be a bunch of BS. Uh, Ragnick hasn't exactly enamored us with, with helping us with injury news with Ronaldo over the last few weeks. And now Bruno is actually flagged on the game. So it's a difficult decision on what to do with him. In terms of, of transfers, you know, the deadline uh, the deadline passed since our last pod, and we've got Deli Alley, Donny Van de Beek, Aubameyang's out, uh, Dan Burns moved over to Newcastle, Target's moved over to Newcastle. How do you pronounce the name of the, the lad that moved to Newcastle in, uh, as a CDM? Guillamarez? Is that right? So as good a guess as I'm going to have at it. Okay, and then Weghorst, do you say Weghorst like he's German, but he's Dutch? Do, do the Dutch pronounce the W's as V's? I would have thought Weghorst, but it's if certainly he was not German, my skill set. Like Werner, I would have said that for sure, but I'm not an aficionado when it comes to the 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 Dutch language. Quite frankly, I don't know. <laughs> I'll ask my wife's uncle; he's Dutch. Uh, Ericsson going to uh, Brent Brentford. Kulisevsky, Bentecourt going to Spurs while they also lost, you know, basically fantasy irrelevant players in Gil, Lacelso, and Tangay. Uh, and uh, Diaz coming to Liverpool, which is probably the most noteworthy one in terms of how it impacts your view on, on, on the Liverpool assets. Um, 
to update the most popular transfers in and out, which would have been a, a backward looking 10. Um, Luca Dean, Bowen and Coutinho are the three most transferred in. I'm pretty sure they were the three most transferred in earlier in the, in the other. And Dennis Mountain Rudiger were definitely the most three transferred out. So nothing's changed there. And captain favorites. What I think has changed from our last pod is just that I don't think anyone's going to captain Mo. That's an active team. Dead teams will still have the captain on them, but I think the captain uh, is going to be uh, most most highest EO and top 10K player, I believe, will end up becoming um, Bowen because of what's happening. He's got a nice fixture versus Watford. He's already at like 95 EO anyway. You're going to add a few captaincies, so I think he'll be over 100. Uh, some people might captain Jota. He's, he's at around 90, but I think you're also going to lose some ownership on him for people on wildcard that are moving to um, Robertson. So... I don't think too many people are going to captain him. I think people are going to captain De Bruyne, uh, Kane, and Bowen. That's where I think you're going to see the the split. Uh, I don't think anyone's going to now captain Bruno or Ronaldo after what just happened in the FA Cup and Bruno's injury. So I think you know that's less of a of a worry for the EO uh, followers. And on in terms of uh, differentials. You know, for me, I think you could take a punt if, if we're going to pick two players each here. This is an idea that Costas actually threw at us, which I like. Uh, so for a captain differential or even just a differential transfer, I was thinking about this and, you know, I kind of like the thought of, I was I was actually going to say Edward, but this was before yesterday when I realized Zaha is going to be back Um uh, he was going to be back. Edward didn't even start yesterday because they made, is it Matea or Mateta? His, his, his loan is now permanent. He's in there. Got Elise playing. You've got Eze playing. You've got Gallagher playing. They got MacArthur back. Like it's just super crowded. I don't really trust anyone there now for game time except Gallagher. So I don't, I take that back. I would definitely not punt on him as a <laughs> captain. And the other one I would say is Son because I don't think he's very highly owned right now. Um, so I think he would be a great punt if you had him as a captain this week versus Southampton. Do you have anyone you would add there? So, well, I was thinking Elise, um, but similar to your reasons, maybe a Palace player is a little bit risky if you want that game time. But But Palace do have arguably the best run of fixtures over the next three or three or four game weeks. Um, I think Ben Deer's quite, uh, Ben Deer's quite nice. He's less than 2% owned in the game. Uh, Villa have got some nice fixtures. And as we mentioned before, they might double in 27, which would be a bit, a bit of a kick if he went for him. And then maybe a little bit left field, the man of the moment from the start of the season is Tony. So bear with me on this one. Oh my he's, God. What? Well, he scored in the last three games. Uh, he's got some, his short-term fixtures aren't perfect. He's got City, Crystal Palace, Arsenal, but then he goes Newcastle, Norwich, Burnley. Uh, but he has got, you know, he's got some nice. He's got a nice game in 27, which is Newcastle, and then you might want him in 28 and 29 for Norwich and Burnley. So, just a bit of a maybe a different player, but me, me, maybe he's the one you go for in a couple of weeks' time because City's clearly not the greatest uh, entry point. Yeah. What? craziest pun ever so go get tony before man city as for chris who doesn't have a game in hand the rest of the season <laughs> i'm gonna write this punt down this is gonna be the best pun of all chris with a k first ever punt tony for city are they are they at home versus city chris or is it an away match the way match. <laughs> there we go. Okay. So at the Eddie had Tony. He's gonna like get a break now. <laughs> well, okay. Is that I, 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 did we do on time? Well, we definitely went 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 over a little bit. There's a couple, couple of bits I went to the bad actually. So um okay. injury news. So uh Brozier got a knock yesterday, who's a quite a popular player on some of the wild cards. So that's an interesting one. I th I, he's got a good fixture in 27 against Norwich, so he's kind of he's a player that would would, would be a nice bench player and you know help, help you fill that gap in 27. Uh, the the other one I just mentioned is Romero is back for Spurs as well, which I think just adds to the uncertainty about which of the Spurs 
defenders are going to be playing, which I know is a bit of a nightmare for anyone trying to play the good fixtures that Kev mentioned earlier on. Uh, and the last thing I guess is, is on you know on Mane and Salah. I was looking back what Klopp said. Klopp said he thinks they will be available, but he thinks the winner will be back on a Tuesday or Wednesday. So the suggestion being maybe the winner's less likely to make it. But uh, for those that have been watching it, it's in the second half now. Mane missed a penalty in the first half. So if Senegal don't win it, I think he's going to be somewhat disappointed. Well, that's probably some some understatement there. But yeah. that was everything I wanted to say. And right now to timestamp it, it's nil-nil in the 50th minute. Uh, you're about two minutes ahead of me, so when you cheer, I'll, I'll I'll see the goal afterwards. Okay, I'm not right. watching it. I don't actually get it here at, at all. I just have it uh, like the score on my phone, so I I'm aware. Fair enough. So that was everyone want to want to cover in part one. I'm I'm actually going to do something slightly different. I'm going to leave Kev and uh, our thousands of listeners, uh, tongue in cheek, uh, a little question. Uh, which striker in the last four appearances has scored these points in the, in the FPL? Five, ten, six, and nine. So, little question for you to think, think about over the break. Which striker in his last four appearances has scored five, ten, six, and nine? I'll leave you with that, guys, and we'll see you back after the short break. Thank you very much. Hello and welcome back to part two, episode two of 2K Fantasy Premier League. You you, you still with us, Kev? Yeah, I'm here. Did uh, So did you uh, have a punt at my question of the forward who scored five, ten, six and nine in the last four FPL appearances? I really don't know, man. I mean, the five makes me think they get assists, but... They could. I got a yellow card. So, I don't know. My guess is just Jimenez or something like that. But that's just a punt guess. Probably way off. Patson Dacca. <laughs> Come on. Now, nice now so, what I should say is the 5 was in game week 15 against Aston Villa. The 10 was game week 16 against Newcastle. Then he missed a couple of games, which was Manchester City and Liverpool, which are probably quite good, quite good games to miss. And then he got his six against Tottenham. And then this last game week, he got his nine against Brighton. Nice. So, there you are. Bit, there you bit of fun. I, I was expecting you to get that straight away for some reason. I don't know why. Dak has had a few mentions. I thought I thought, I thought, thought you might have got that. But uh, yeah. I haven't really been. It's not. I've been in like tinker with wildcard mode for two straight weeks now. I haven't considered Daka. So. No. <laughs> no, I can now I can see that. I can see that. Um cool. So second part is more you know, is, is myself and Kev sort of chatting about our teams. We're both on slightly different strategies. Kev's on a wild card. <clears throat> I well, I'll talk about it in a second. I, I've toyed with a wild card, but probably sticking with my original plan of getting my team dead ended to game end of game week twenty seven and then wild card in twenty eight. So I thought I'll kick off first. Uh, Kev will tell me all, all the things I'm doing wrong, such as picking the Tony and my team, and we'll uh, we'll take it from there. So um, I guess I'll start with what are the main things that have probably happened since we last spoke. So the first one is the game week 26 doubles, uh, and for me that means Arsenal, Watford, and Pool and Liverpool. So that means I've got three Liverpool players: so Salah, uh, Jota, and Trent. Um, I have three Watford players somehow, so Foster, Dennis, and um, King. So I know a few people in, the, in that position, and I've also got Saka, who doubles for Arsenal. So suddenly, I've got seven doublers in game week 26. That is both a, a blessing and a, and a curse to some extent. So with with my eye moving on to game week 27, four of those players blank, so the three Liverpool and uh, Saka. So to get 11 out in 27, I need to move at least one of those on in 27. To some extent, I guess that was always the case because I was probably always going to keep my Liverpool players for Norwich at home, which was a plum fixture. But maybe I could have moved Saka on before then, uh, given that he blanks in 25. Uh, but at the moment, clearly, I'm, I'm keeping all those four because they, they've got great fixtures. Um, we've also got the game week 27 potential doubles. And I think the one, most interesting one for me is if Watford do double against Wolves, they suddenly got back-to-back doubles. Uh, so in that scenario, I probably want to keep at least one of them. They're not the greatest fixtures, but... Hey, if you play the numbers games, you get four games in 
in the two game weeks. You'll, I'll, I'll go with that. Um, overall, I've been pretty lucky with how things have panned out in terms of injury news. So we talked about earlier that Livermento is now fit, um, which is fantastic because he's in my team. And that was I thought that was going to be one of my headaches, trying to sort him out. But if he can stay himself fit and play that Norwich game in 27, which is a plum game for Sampton, that would be amazing for me. Uh, Brozier being injured makes me selling Brozier last week slight, slightly less annoying now, which is good for me, maybe more of a headache for those in the wild card. Uh, Rashford suddenly looks as good as an attacker for United as anyone else. So we talked about Ronaldo looked a bit tired, having played 120 minutes and inconsistent. And we mentioned Bruno and Sancho are tired. And arguably Alanga Al- Al- would have his confidence not from the uh, pen- uh, decisive penalty miss in the week. And um, I guess Salah progressing to the, the the final is bad for my team in the sense of I have Salah and therefore we'd like delighted if he plays against Leicester. But in some ways, whether he plays or not, it's kind of irrelevant because I'm not going to sell him now when I'm trying to avoid a wild card. So maybe that doesn't matter. It just means uh, perhaps if he does play, he, he plays less minutes, but such is life. So that's kind of what's changed. Uh, if I if I think about my team, as I mentioned, the, 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 the two key conundrums for me are one, the four players that go from 26 to 27. So I know I have to have a transfer there. And the other, the other one is I don't really like my forward line. So I've got Antonio. So although West Ham have reasonable fixtures, so they have um, Watford at home, which is obviously on paper looks like a nice fixture. He's then got Leicester away. He's then got um, Newcastle at home. But I do wonder if Newcastle at home will be as easy a fixture as it was pre-transfer window. They, they, you know, they've brought in quite a few players and I think you know, I expect them to improve. And then the game week 27 is Wolves at home and Wolves have got a pretty good defence. So I don't really like Antonio. And then, as I mentioned, I've got a Watford double attack and I really don't, you know, I think this game week's told us anything. They had Norwich and Burnley and failed to score in both of those games uh, to arguably two of the easiest games you could possibly ever wish for. And they haven't scored. That doesn't really fill me with confidence. So I'm pretty certain I want to keep at most one of them and I'll probably sell Dennis. Um, so, so I can, so that's my conundrum. How do I sort out my strike force, but also sort out at least one of those four players so I get a sensible start at 11 in 27? And what I've landed at is I was looking at a wild card, and the main thing in a wild card that I was missing was, I think Kevin alluded to this earlier, as a Spurs player. And I actually prefer Kane over Son. I think, um, you know, Kane's on penalties. I think he's just the player to have, and helpfully he's a striker. From, from, from my perspective. So working backwards, my thought is that I'm going to uh, downgrade Rashford in game week 26 uh, to probably around about six million pound midfielder. So that could be a Corne, particularly if Burnley double in, well, they all do double in 26. And if they double in 27, that'd be lovely. Uh, James Ward-Prowse with a, a, a view to 27 because Southampton have got uh, Norwich at home or a, a Buendia who, you know, again, we mentioned earlier, you know, I put I I had him as a punt, and uh, Villa could double in 27. So, but obviously by the time I get to 26, I'll know which, which of those players I might want, and then I could then upgrade Antonio to Kane. So that will be a double transfer there, uh, and that means I have Kane in for 26, and I've got Kane in for 27, and I'm pretty certain I want a Spurs player for Leeds away. So, working back, that's how I'm, that's how I'm going to solve my Antonio problem, and that two transfers in 26 may may well be a four point hit. Uh, and if that is the case, maybe I'd be more drawn to a corner because at least then I get an, an extra game out of it. Um, then that makes makes that leaves the question of which of King or Dennis do I get rid of or do I keep both or get rid of one? I think I'm going to keep King all the way through. Uh, King doesn't have a great game in 27. They, they've got Man United away, but I think maybe just bet, better off playing a, a you know ha- having having a player and e- even if I decide to take a, a hit to get rid of say Jota and Salah, at least I'll have 12 players in. In, in game week 20, 27 with, with you know, King giving me some coverage off the bench. Uh, so if I'm going to get rid of um, Dennis, my question is, do I get rid of him this week or next week? And I've broadly come down to three players, of which the last one Kev's going to laugh at me, laugh at me about. Uh, so they are uh, Edward, who, you know, Palace have got the best fixtures, and that means I get him against Norwich this week. So if it was Ed, Ed, Edward, I'd go this week. Uh, which means I would bench uh, Saka, who I've currently got playing against Wolves. But it, it does it does mean that Saka would then cover me for a Salah not playing. 
and then I would then have um, a king. Uh, sorry, I would then have yeah, it would be Saka, King, and then Livermento on my bench. So King and Livermento are definitely on my bench, and uh, at the moment it's Dennis as well. But uh, if I bought in uh, Edouard, that that would solve that issue. And I think he's also got a, a double in 26, which I quite like. The other player I was thinking, thinking about is I could not make any more transfers this, this week. I've already bought in uh, Digne. Uh, so I could save myself a minus four and go for, uh, uh, and then next week go for more pay because Brighton double in 25 and he has a reasonable fixture in, well, they've got Villa in 27, but, you know, it's an okay fixture in, in 27. Uh, and the other one I thought about was getting Tony in because he's got a you know a reasonable fixture in uh, 27. I think was it was it Burnley at home? I think I said so. And then Palace in 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 25. Um, I'm probably not going to go the Tony route just because it do- doesn't double up double at all. But uh, at the moment I'm probably leading 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 towards Edward. I prefer to get rid of my Watford striker now, and and take that hit early on, uh, and then maybe even roll in 25. So that's kind of where where I am. Um, I'll stop there and. I'll let Kev tell me all, all the things I'm doing wrong. I don't think you're doing anything wrong, man. You're it's it's such a confusing time right now. These doubles are changing weekly. There's so many more doubles to come. My my thought is just how how do how are we gonna go about our transfers now? Like are they just gonna be oh Burnley's gonna double? Get a Burnley player in, and then next week. Oh, Leicester's going to double. Sell up Burnley, get Leicester player in. And like, what? what is the amount of time that, what is the duration of the amount of time that a player is going to be spending in our team right now? And what impact does that have on uh, hits paying off? And are you even going to play them all? Or are you going to be benching a are you going to have a benching headache one week and then all your players have shitty fixtures the uh, the next week? You know what I mean? Like it, 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 it's like, is there a better way to plan who's going to have good fixtures? So you're, you've got your three toughest fixtures on the bench every week. Are we able to look ahead and do that? There's just so much that goes into every transfer right now. And then, then you're going to have the natural like, Oh, Pope had a big week. Everybody needs to go get Pope. Gotta go. Gotta get Pope you know, like chasing the points from last week stuff. So it's going to be tricky. And I, I don't have an answer for you, except obviously Tony's a horrible pick. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I just think all else being equal, get the one with the most game in hand, games in hand, because you know, at some point in the future, they're going to be a hot, hot asset to have again. So that's my, that's my answer. I don't know. I, the, I think... We need to sort out who the most nailed guys are on the teams that have the most games in hand that have decent fixtures. And I really at who these players play in game week 36 and 33 is important too. Cause I think those are going to be the big, the biggest double game week. So you kind of want to like, it, it's not a, it's not like a 10 out of 10 important thing, but it's not a one out of 10 important thing either. It's more like a, like a six, I think, because you know you're going to want a. I think a lot of these doubles that get made up are going to be made up then. Yeah. So if you're getting a player that has games in hand, you kind of want to say, okay, who do they, what, how, how strong is the opposition of the double that they have in hand? And who do they play in 36? Because if they play a sh- at like Man City away in 36 or something, like it's not, it's probably not going to be a strong double no matter what. So, that game in hand might not even matter because I might not even really want to play them in that double. So I just think, you know, if Brentford has a good fixture coming up, great. But the fact they have absolutely no doubles, like there's not going to be a week where they're going to be some, they're going to be a rush to get these guys in. So I just think scrap them. Um, If, you know, I could see us in a few weeks, if Bowen went cold for two or three weeks, us selling even a Bowen at some point for a really good doubler. Like it sounds crazy to say that, but especially because they have such good fixtures coming up with Watford next Leicester away is not super easy, but then Newcastle wolves 
right? Like you have Watford and Newcastle in your next three. You're obviously not looking to sell Bowen. But then after that, you know, it's Liverpool away and it's not quite as juicy and they have no games in hand. So it, and that's in 28 where we're all going to be, there seems to be kind of like a fixture rotation with Chelsea and Man, Man U and stuff. So, yeah, I think in your shoes, dude, I would for sure hold off my wild card till 28. Yeah, definitely. And um, just so, so like just attack these next couple doubles with every transfer. So yeah, bring I mean, in Mope, bring in, bring in uh, the Horst. I looked it up, by the way. The G is silent. It's not Weghorst. And it, to tell if the guy on the video is saying V or W, but it's def hundred percent that G eight is not pronounced. So it's it's either Vehorst or Wehorst, but he kind of letter very soft. So it didn't I was like Wehorst? Wehorst. So anyway, somebody like that where you know they're nailed. Uh Burnley's attack look absolute shit versus Watford, but like a corner or a Wehorst are gonna end up getting some returns and at least one double game week in the weeks. There's probably two. They're probably going to double in 26 and 27. So I just, I just bring in him. I think for you, if you're looking for a forward, or Mope yeah. who doubles in 26 has a still I think has a chance at doubling in 27, but it would have had to be in Burnley, right? Or or who would that have had to be? I don't even know. So I, I yeah, I think my so. 26 i think 26 is interesting because i'm there's there's a load of doubles in fact i was even looking at a scenario where let's say i take a hit now and get edward in and then i roll next week mm -hmm. and then i go to 26 with two chances in my pocket yeah. i could actually bring in like a cane a cornet and i don't know say a wolves defender and then i could i get something stupid like I'd bench Bowen, which maybe is the world's is a terrible idea. I'd bench, and then I'd be benching one of Cancelo or Digne, and I'd have like nine doublers or something. And you yeah. do that on, and I and I get there on what a minus eight, and I get all these doublers. Yeah. Um, and then actually I'd be reasonably well set up for twenty-seven. And and but that would work brilliantly if then Wolves doubled. You know, if that Wolves and if then if then Wolves and Watford, and then one of the Burnley games went in twenty-seven, I'd suddenly have. Uh, a Wolves player, a Watford striker, a Watford goalkeeper. I'd have a and I'd have a Burnley and you know a Cornet, a, a Burnley player, and I've got a transfer in hand to go Salo into any player you want you want in the game. Um, so I, I, I guess one thing I didn't yeah one thing I should have stressed is that because three of my four players that blank in twenty seven are midfielders, my transfer in twenty seven is going to be for mid, mid midfielders. Don't re, a, a, tra a striker transfer is a bit bit of a luxury, which is why. Yeah. I want to take them sooner rather than later. And Verhorst, who is probably still in pronouncing correctly after you taught me how to say it, um, just has rubbish fixtures immediately. So I, I'm very much on to Edward or to Morpé. I think I will probably go for I'll probably go for Edward because I prefer his fixture against ahead of Saka and also I think there's a chance Salah doesn't play. Bearing in mind the AFCON Cup of Nations has now gone to extra time. So that guy's going to be absolutely exhausted, having done 120 minutes on Thursday as well. Um, I just, I just think he's, he's, I think it's a great chance he doesn't play, and I don't really want King or Dennis coming off the bench uh, when I've when I've already got Saka away at Wolves. So I think I, I, I think that's probably where I think that's where my head is. Uh, I was, and I'm not sure I said this in the last pod, thinking of Varane for uh, Dawson, but. I don't really want all these Man United defenders. And I was actually looking at this. I was, I, I thought to myself, how many times did they like let in one goal this season? And they've done that at 11 out of 22 games. They've yeah. conceded one goal. They're the team that's done that the most times. The, the team actually second behind them is Wolves, with, who've done it 10 times. I, I, and that doesn't surprise me, because if you remember last start of the season, they looked great yeah. and just kept letting in silly goals. But Wolves have kept eight clean sheets, whereas United have only kept five. And I think, you know, the, uh, the, the FA Cup... Uh, lost to Middlesbrough is kind of just a reminder of their strikers don't seem to want to score goals and they just seem to let in, you know, terrible goals. And I just thought to myself, do I really want to have triple United over this period? I'm not not sure I do. I think it's just a waste of, trans a waste of transfer. Uh, it, it means in 25, I'm, I'm up, I have to play at Antonio, away, uh, Antonio away at Leicester before moving move on to Kane. But I think to myself, maybe that's just worth it. So that, that that's that's kind of where I am.
Okay. Um, so, um, I guess oh, the one one thing we didn't mention earlier is uh, obviously you said that you know Brentford and other teams won't aren't, aren't going to double. Um, game week thirty is uh, when so it's is the weekend of nineteenth of March. That is when the sixth round, maybe that's the quarterfinals, the FA Cup. I'm going to get confused. Is yeah. due to play. The way the fixtures have fallen. It means there's, there's a good chance a lot of the Premier, the most of the Premier League teams avoided each other in the fifth round draw. So if, if that plays to form, and obviously not everything does, because Leicester lost to uh, lost quite heavily to Forest today. Uh, but if that goes to form, we might have, that might be a pretty big blank, which means a you need 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 a free hit for that. Yeah. I think you're almost certainly going to need a need a free hit because I think if Liverpool get through. I can't remember who they've got, but I think they've got a reasonably good fixture. If they get through, then Liverpool are going to blank in 13. Most people will have three Liverpool, which puts you on the back foot because you're already down to yeah. 11 players before you even start. Uh, but that means you will get some extra doubles. So even like a Brentford or, you know, a City will end up with a, will end up with a double somewhere. But uh, uh, I guess that's an advantage of the 28 because you will know that by then because the uh, the uh, round five games are played between game, 20, game week 27 and 28. So actually by 28, you will know what the fixtures look like in 30. And you'll yeah. probably know any, any doubles in 28 and 29 too. So... I mean, that's, that's the thing is the, the wild card, is, as you're finding now, now, Kev, you know what's coming up in the next two or three weeks. Yeah. But after that, it's a bit spe- speculative. Uh, yeah, but I think, I think in 30, no matter what your strategy is, you're, you're using a free hit. Yeah, I agree. Like that's a for sure free hit, not even worried about 30. I think where to use the other free hit is interesting. To me, 27, it's not even in consideration. It's too easy to navigate. I don't think it's worth wasting a free hit unless some other unforeseen thing happens. But I mean, they even just added Leicester back now. You don't even like that's there's only Chelsea, which nobody's going to. If they add Leicester back. Sorry. Yeah. If like it's it, I should it say, if, but like it's that's going to happen, I think. And I even think. if not, I don't have any Leicester in my wild card, but it, it puts them in play a bit more. But it's more, it's more, isn't it more just who Burnley's gonna double in 27? Like they're, they're going to very likely double 26, 27. Oh, I think Burnley like got a good chance of that. And I'm not, and, and so, um, yeah, and Burnley have. And then I guess Watford and they, they, they might stay Watford and Wolves in there just to get the games moving, but they could, but it's not, who knows, dude. I don't want to, I don't want to fucking play. Guess the double game weeks with my wild card. Yeah. Uh, you know, I already have so much known information. Like I, all these, I just go back to the week before last when everybody was planning for a Villa double versus either Leeds or Burnley <laughs> all week, every pod. It's all anyone talked about and it didn't happen. <laughs> so I'm not going to like make actual transfers. The only reason I would, uh, especially Leicester, because it's it's like if they don't get that game added, it really kind of fucks my shit up in twenty seven. But if they if uh, even though they have four doubles to be made up, so if they were to add a game there, they'd only have three doubles to be made up, but they would, you know, not blank. It would it 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 makes a ton of sense, but it's still not worth gambling. So I don't know if this is like a good time for me to transition to to my wild card or whatever. If you want me to update, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that, yeah. I mean, you might not remember exactly where you are, but I guess if you just sort of the key well, headlines. Here, in terms here's of where I was. Here's where I was. Um, before today. <laughs> okay, <laughs> then I can yeah. kind of tell you what I'm thinking because anyone on a wild card has like. Oh, but what if I added Son in? Could I could I get Son as a third premium? Oh, what if I did this, right? Here's here's the team that I actually why don't I phrase it this way? Here's the team that I actually went through the next like 6 weeks and said, "Here's who I would bench and here's who I would play on this week and here's who I would bench in this week." So I'll read you that team. Okay? And that has uh Ramsdale as the keeper. And I'll 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 read it as uh as if like how I'm gonna line them up this week. Okay, so Ramsdale's starting playing Wolves away. I've got Luca Dean, 
Trent, Robbo, and Cancelo all starting. And then I got Mo, who's probably not going to play, but I'm obviously starting him. Bowen, Gallagher, and uh, Martinelli starting. And then I got Ronaldo and Edward starting. And my bench is Sanchez, uh, Broya, which who I also looked up. It's Broya. That's how you pronounce his name. And uh, Corne and Cucurella on my bench. I would have Captain Bowen and Vice Captain Ronaldo. But then that team I actually went through next week. My bench would be Broya versus Man United, Corne versus Liverpool, Martinelli blanking, Ramsdale blanking. And, and like the rest of the team actually looks really good. And there's some doubles in 25 in there with Ronaldo captained, uh, Cucurella doubling, Sanchez doubling. And then in 26, um, oh, I should say, I'm not like, this isn't a transfer planner. I'm not saying, oh, I transfer this guy this week. And then I transfer this guy this week. Cause I know that's not going to happen. The only one transfer I did is I know I'm going to tr- change Ronaldo to Kane. So I just did that for this purpose of this uh in 26 my bench would be sanchez would be bench uh, playing against burnley cucarella against burnley cancelo against tottenham and broya versus everton so i just want you to think about that dude i got in 26 i got cancelo and cucarella on my bench so 26 is really interesting because i feel like i i don't think putting too much and bringing in players that only have a double in 26 besides obviously mo um from now until 26 have a look at what your current lineup would look like and who you would bench because i think you're gonna realize if i bring this guy in i'm actually gonna have a benching headache that week like am i really gonna bench cancelo in any week unless they're playing like liverpool or something because they're playing tottenham but he could still get like 12 points in that match so I just found this exercise really interesting and in, in like, do I really need to just drop everything to get all these 26 doublers in? Or should I focus more on games in hand? Because it's going to help me more later and I can just play um, Cancelo or, or, or Cucurella instead. So it's, um, you know, that's, that's ultimately why I don't, I, uh, when I wrote, this down i didn't think oh you know what i don't need a a wolves d because i'd rather have a brighton d doubling in 25 while the rest of my team actually has tougher fixtures and and blanks like martinelli and having another doubler in 26 and like who do i bench then like do i you know because cucarella is on the bench there so if i were to put in uh kilman so i'm gonna bench uh gallagher versus watford or i'm gonna bench you know, Bowen versus Newcastle or, you know, Cornet doubles, Edward doubles, Kane doubles, like Luca Dean versus Watford. Like that's a good fixture. Like it's like, I don't need to bench Dean versus Watford just to get a wolf, wolf doubler. And like, also there's two fixtures in that doubler are actually pretty shit. So it's just, I think going through your team the next like five weeks and who am I going to bench or not would be really helpful. And then I, I did it in 27 and, tw- and right through to 28. then I figured it was too long, but then I also looked at game week 33 and game week 36, who I would bench if, if I didn't have any transfers through, through to there, just because um, one of those two weeks is very likely to be the bench boost. So I just didn't, yeah. I wanted to make sure that there wasn't going to be a bunch of tough fixtures. Like I really want this guy in my bench boost. And of course I, you know, by then I might've transferred them out of the team, but I just figured, all else being equal, if I'm wild carding now, it would be nice to know that I've got a player that has a lot of games still in hand and has a relatively decent fixture in the 33 and or 36 because it's just one less thing I got to use a transfer on later. So that's where my mind's at. But what's what's entered my mind since yesterday is um, I, I don't want to use a transfer on a keeper from now till the end of the year. But with what's happening from Burnley, I feel like I'm being fucking forced to start with Pope now, which yesterday I was saying in our little chat group, like, I don't actually think Pope's that great. This, that, but if he's going to double in 26 and 27, what I'm thinking is I might just start with him and then swap him to like Ramsdale after with a transfer and Ramsdale will still have, 
couple doubles left or something like that. I don't know, but that's where my mind's at. Is it worth doing that? And then could I swap him after he gets two doubles back to back? And he's going to be probably pretty highly owned and pretty popular transfer in for those two doubles, two, two double game weeks in a row, and then just like use a transfer on him after. And I haven't decided on that. And then the other thing I've done is I've, um, instead of using a transfer to go Ron to Kane, I'm thinking, why don't I just start with Kane and go Bruno to Mo? Because it's, I, I'm still like having one transfer that I need to use to have a Man United captain in 25. That's why I'm, like, I if you've noticed, I haven't planned any other transfer at all. You know, and some folks are like starting with De Bruyne and then transferring him to Ronaldo, or uh, sorry, transferring him to Mo. Um, I guess they're keeping, the, but but those people are also banking another transfer to to move their Man United player to a spur. I think I can do this like might as well um, have a better player playing if Mo's for sure not going to play. And I don't see him playing this next game now for sure, no matter what the outcome of this game is. And just to timestamp it, it's 107th minute, still nil-nil. So my guess is Mo's not playing Leicester. So now I'm thinking, well, what if I started with Bruno? And if Bruno, if we get, if it sounds like he actually is injured, maybe I do Rashford instead. Just save the money in the bank, and then in 26, change either Bruno or Rashford to, to Mo. Because I think then that means, you know what? I'm still only using one transfer, not two, which I think a lot of other folks don't realize that they're banking two transfers here off their wild card by starting with De Bruyne uh, instead of Mo, unless they're not going to swap their Man U captain over to a spur, but I think they will. So they're banking two transfers. So I'm doing it by only banking one. And I think that helps me be like one transfer ahead of all the other wild carders. So I don't know. That's kind of where my head is. And I got to reanalyze that fifth defender now that we kind of know what the, 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 uh, where all the doubles are going to be in the next few weeks. Because the problem with Brighton is, yeah, they got the double in 25 and I don't need them to play in 26, but they only have one more double after that. So is it better to just take the double that's immediately in front of you, even though it's not the greatest double because they play, you know, Man United away in that double? Or is, but, but Cucurella is also um, good. That's the other thing, right? So you've got Newcastle that they've got coming up. They've got Watford uh, immediately this week. Or is it, is it this week? No. What do they play Watford? I don't even remember next the week after they blank this week, then they play Watford. So anyway, that's where my head's at. I, I haven't finalized it, but um, yeah, I think I, the, the, Oh, sorry. The other thing is what, what do I do with uh, Broya? Do I just start with him anyway, even though he's got this knee injury? Part of me wants to be stubborn and do that and say, you know what, all these templates I've made over the last few uh, th over these last two weeks, all have had him, but in yep. not and and in every one of these scenarios, I don't play him until game week twenty seven. But if he actually has a knee injury, like when is game week twenty seven? That's like the twenty fifth of February. Is that right? That's pretty far away. Is it? That's not. That's only like what? Well, it's just in the three weeks away. Yeah. yeah so, so they're due to play two weeks on Friday. So if it's a knee injury, that it's if he's out for good, three man. weeks, he's gone. He's not there. I just, I'm the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm probably going to have to sacrifice and not go fucking bro. Yeah. Which is really annoying. So anyway, I did a quick one without him. Listen to this. It's got Pope. Yep. And it's got Sanchez, which I don't love. I think, I, I don't know why. I just feel like, I feel like I don't want Sanchez, <laughs> but it's got, um, it's, it's got the exact same team. So it's got Mo Gallagher, Martinelli, Corne, Bowen, Dean, Robertson, Trent, Cancelo, Cucurella, Kane, and Edward. But I, uh, and I, if you recall, the last one was exactly the same as this, except it had Ramsdale instead of Pope. And I had Broya. And I had 1.4 million in the bank. 
So what I've done is I just upgraded, uh, well, I used 0.3. I wouldn't call it an upgrade to turn Ramsdale to Pope. And I upgraded Broya to, to, to Wehorst. Oh. No. Yeah. Well, just like, dude, if they're going to double in 26 and then double again in 27, and I'm on my wild card, they've got four, sorry, they've got three double game weeks to make up. Two of them are like right now. I might as well just go Cornet, Wehorst, and Pope. And then those will be my eventual transfers out. I, I just, I look at those guys and I look at their fixtures and they're just going to be on my bench all the time though. That's the problem. I'm just, I'm just looking to see what Burnley are playing. Yeah, Burnley in 28 oh, and Chelsea, which is not helpful. No, this is the problem with this with this Burnley situation. Like, yeah, I would basically be committing that if I have no problems, I'm bringing those. Those are going to be my three transfers out in the next little while. So this is what I'm talking about. I would be using a transfer on Pope. I'd be using a transfer on Vehorse and Cornet. It's not great. I mean, I could obviously bench Cornet. He's cheap enough. But anyway, so this is where I'm at. I don't know what to do. I don't I don't want to like talk for another 10 minutes about it. I've, I've kind of told you my thought process and where I'm at. Um so do you think they're gonna going do you think that they're gonna announce any more doubles? Well, we, chat, we chat about this like, bit earlier. Tomorrow? I think so. I, you're asking me, well, why 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 do I think it might be so tomorrow, mon- Monday or Tuesday? Although I appreciate most people will listen to this, it, it will be Monday or or Tuesday itself. And if you listen to it on Wednesday, then um, you've missed the dead the dead deadline. Um, so, mm, I I was looking at how many days it was like. I, I did some calculation and based on w- when they did the announcements for twenty the twenty six double game week, and I think they gave about twenty days deadline uh, tw- twenty days warning. Uh, so if you kind of apply that, yeah. So when they announced, they announced the deadline, didn't they? This Thursday, Thursday just gone, which was what day of the week was uh, that was the third. They announced that on the third and game week 26 starts on the 19th. So they gave 16 days warning, didn't they? To that, for those doubles. Well, sorry, that's a lie, isn't it? Those doubles were actually on the 23rd. So they announced it on the third and it's on the 23rd. So they gave 20 days warning. Okay. So if you apply that logic to game week 27, uh, that will take you to like the 2nd of March. So 20 days back from that. Gosh, I'm testing my maths out on live, which is never, is never a helpful thing. I think that takes you to around about the 10th of Feb. And the 10th of Feb is going to be Thursday this week. So Thursday, Friday. Yeah. So, so based on the amount of time they gave the last set of doubles, I think you'd be looking at Thursday, Friday, and I think Friday would there would be the most popular because that's the day without any 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 games on at all. So I think Friday's most likely. I agree with you. Why can't they do it tomorrow or Tuesday? There's nothing stopping them doing that, and and maybe they will because you know there is a desire to you know give fans as much warning as possible. Um, but let let's see. I don't I, think they will. I think was it wasn't it this exact time last year? Remember when they launched? Remember when they announced who was going to double when right after a deadline and we were all on wildcard or a number of us were, was it not this exact scenario? It was like the FA cup this round launching and we all built our teams a certain way. And they like, not everything was exactly how we thought. I, I generally can't remember, but I mean, yeah, I, I yeah, I, I can. I think your issue is I don't think you can bank on that to make your transfers. I, so my view is I wouldn't I wouldn't go three Burnley. Uh, I'd like the I like the Pope idea, um, and I'm actually quite a big advocate for taking a, a, a hit on a goalkeeper and get some extra games out of them. I, I don't think that's the worst thing to do. And and actually, I one of my learnings from the last couple of seasons is was it three seasons ago that like Pope was the man to have, and I never had a free transfer to move Pope in. I never went for him. Uh, I may, maybe annoyingly Adam at the start of the season, I can't remember, but he was like unbelievable from like game week 10 onwards. And I was stuck with whatever keeper I had and I never moved across because I never had that spare transfer and it, and, and that really damaged me. Yeah. Last season, I had Mart, uh, Martinez early on, so I never had that issue, but I moved to him like about game week four. I was like, this this is the guy to have and it obviously turned, turned out he was. And I took a hit to get Ramsdale in earlier this season because I could see that he was the guy to go for. Uh, so I, I generally believe that going for the I think keepers can be a bit underrated. I, I mean, that's maybe projecting how I viewed it in the past. 
So yeah, I, I think I'd be up for that um, from your perspective. I think even if Burnley do the double double in 26 and 27, as you said, you've got three Burnley to move out. Their fixtures aren't great in 28, although I think 20, 29 and 30 are okay. Yeah. Uh, but then they got City again in 31. Um, the issue you've got is in 27, you're going to have to do the hokey 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 with like uh, Salah and Son or Salah and KDB, whatever, because obviously you've got uh, four non-playing players with your three pool and Arsenal. So you don't really have a luxury to move a Burnley player out in 28. Um but given they've got OK fixtures in 29 and 30, perhaps that gives you a bit of time to unwind yeah, 30 it. 30 is irrelevant, though. Oh, that's a good point. 30 is irrelevant. That is a good point, yeah. So, well, that's even less helpful, isn't it? Because that means you've got 29 to move one Burnley player out, and then you'll yeah. still have that same rubbish when you get to 31 when you've got Man City. Uh, I, I, I think yeah. you're banking some transfer further, further down the line. And Burnley don't, don't exactly score a lot of goals. I think one's enough. So it, this is the dilemma, then. Do you play what's in front of you, or... Do you say there's a price to doing that? Like you can have three Man United right now, play what's in front of you, three Brighton, play what's in front of you, three Burnley. And then immediately after that double game week ends and the two double game weeks for Burnley, you're like, I need to get all these fucking guys out of my team now. And if you're on wild card like me, you can bring them all in and then have to pay the price later. Or if you're going to wild card in 28 like you, you don't have all these guys, so you would have to pay the price now and then just ditch them later. So most people are in this scenario, whether you're on wild card or not, where you likely don't have three Man United. Maybe you do in that. Maybe Man United, but like you probably have two, De Gea and like one of their outfielders, most likely. That's probably where most people are. Two or one. Brighton, you probably don't have too many. Right. I mean, some people went with like uh, Trossard and shit the other week, but that's pretty rare. That, that was like puntier. Most people went with uh, McAllister, right, who I think has COVID or something right now, too. But he should, I guess, be fine then soon. So most people don't have too much in, in the way of Brighton. So, again, do you if you go with Sanchez, you just I look later on and it's just not attractive having him. It's going to be like. I've got too much money in this guy or like, I wish he had more doubles. Um, and then the other one is Burnley where, you know, I think one is good or you're paying the price. Like what you, that, what you were just talking about. So it's not easy to decide what, here. <laughs> what about Saw? Cause if Wolves huh? double in 26 and 27. No, no. Okay. Well, cause here's the thing. Uh, the double is, Leicester, Arsenal, terrible double, but it's a keeper. You never know; could get saves. You know, like at least four points from this guy. But uh, Wolves, but Wolves have had some pretty good shutouts recently. I, I know we debated yeah. debate this another yeah. time, and I, I said a lot of the clean sheets have come more recently. And you were big enough so, Wolves as defender. Sorry, the reason that the reason is more they don't have a lot of doubles. They just have those doubles. So I guess it would be the same as Pope where you wanted to sell them right after, but their game week, um, what was the problem game week with, with Pope? 28? 28. Yeah. So, I mean, they have Arsenal. It's not great either. Right. Oh no, sorry. They have Palace. That's actually decent. So I guess, you know what he could, if you're going to do this, like bring in a, a keeper and then, hit them out right after or in a little bit after because they don't like, I guess naturally if you were going to move off that keeper at some point, it would be because some other keeper has a double game week and you're like, might as well do this now because the, the double game week will pay for the hit. That's usually how you rationalize it to yourself. So would, would other doubles start getting slotted in, in 29 and, 31 and stuff like that because once you get to uh they, they don't really have a tough one until 33 so wolves actually that's a good shout i kind of i think i prefer saw than pope if he's gonna have two doubles right now do we know that we're gonna have two doubles though you're no, just saying I, it's very likely well i i feel the burnley leicester is more likely because i think leicester need games to be played um well, that's not so the greatest fixture with Burnley, but then, but it's Watford Wolves, 
And Watford have already, you know, they've just doubled. They double in 26 and they double again in 27. Is that, I mean, arguably, arguably the same same thing's going to happen to Burnley, isn't it? So, what, you know, why would they, you know, perhaps they, they just want to get these games out of the way, don't they? Because although those teams have got plenty of gaps to play because they're not in Europe, um, you know, who knows what's going to happen? And I think there's there, there, there is a bit of a motto here, just get these games out of the way so we can get this season finished because you have to remember that we don't have any leeway end of this season because yeah. we're starting next season earlier to allow for the World yeah. Cup in Qatar. So it's a tricky okay. one. Um, All right. Well, I got to play around with it because, I mean, it's there's no point in me sitting here fucking going through every single scenario that I might do with my team. I, I, I mean, I think a common theme is this. I'm really struggling with the strikers is what I was saying earlier because that's my issue with my team is that I've got all these midfielders that we've got yeah. three midfielders that blank in 27, but I, but I want them all in 26. So they all double. Um, so my strikers are the issue because I've got two Watford, even if they double, double, they're not great. I mean, you know, listen to what you said there. I think not having Broyer not being, a, if Broyer's not, if you don't think is going to be fit, you know, three weeks away, you, you need him playing. If there's any hint that that knee injury is no. anything other than nothing, I wouldn't play. I would, I would not pick him. He's just well, I then, just like, who, but dude, like, who else is there? You can't even like Jimenez might have two doubles in a row, but like he was also just injured. So like, I feel like he's not a great pick. Even though if he was fit, he would actually be pretty attractive having two back-to-back doubles. Um, and then but, you've got you know Mope, but even Mope like doesn't necessarily start, right? Like, oh, no. I mean, he, he probably does, but he doesn't necessarily start. So you just go with like Watkins. And, you know, or, or like the players that have dub, like the most doubles in hand. Well, I think the problem like with Watkins is you, you, you're talking to the price category because, I, you know, I obviously talked yeah. about, you know, working through, you know, because I'm going to go for the, I'm, I'm definitely going for Kane in 26. That makes the most sense. And yeah. I'm almost certainly going to go for Edward, I think, because it means I roll my transfer in 25, I get two transfers in 26, and I, I know exactly what's going to be in 27. So I can plan for those two game weeks as best I can. But yeah. I think as, as I as I play it through my listening to you, I think I think you need to land your strikers. You're not you're not messing about with your strikers. So I think Kane's an absolute must. I think Edward's still your best shout because each each six and a half million strikers got plus or minuses. And I was actually doing this to myself. Yeah. You, you convince yourself not to pick any of these strikers. Like Edward, he looks like he's got great fixtures, but you look at his you look at his record. I think he's got a goal against Arsenal as his only away goal this season. The rest of his goals have been at home. Uh, and another has got Norwich this week, which looks like a plum fix. You can then say, oh, well, Norwich have got like back-to-back clean sheets against Wolves, and it was in the FA Cup and Watford. Yeah. You know? And suddenly they look amazing. I mean, that's I clearly don't, they don't, but they, you know, they, they've improved. And then they've got Brentford away and you go, well, that's an amazing fixture, but oh, hang on a second. He's never, you know, he's not scoring anything away oh. and Brentford have now got Raya back. So perhaps he won't score in that game. And then he's got what Arsenal away, which I guess is, uh, sorry, not Arsenal. Um, um, who have they got next? Uh, they've got Chelsea at home, and that might be the old Chelsea doesn't let a goal in. And then they've got Watford away, and you go, oh, well, they'll score against Watford, but oh, hang on. That means that'll be Roy's third or fourth game, and perhaps they'll sort them out defensively. And then you convince yourself that, you know, and then suddenly they've got Burnley at home, and then you go, oh, well, Burnley in 27, Crystal Palace at home against Burnley. You go, well, yeah. oh, yeah, Burnley are now going to be loads better because they always better, better at the end, end of the season because they'll, you know, they'll save themselves, you know, as, as they always do. And suddenly, Edward doesn't score any goals in the next five matches. I mean, I know, yeah. I, I think it's unlikely, but I, you can sort of talk to yourself over this idea that, you know, these players are going to have ups and downs in terms of how much they'll play. And I think there will be an element of rotation. But I, I think on balance, he probably is the best of the bunch. But I do like Watkins, as I think Villa have got nice fixtures and may double in 27. Uh, there's there, there's a lot of may doubles. But I, I just think that, you know, he has got an attacking team, and I think Gerard is improving them. But he, he does cost that one million more, which I don't think you, you could get from the from the team you described before. Well, does this sound absolutely crazy? I'm I'm, I'm not going to do this, but what if you what if on wildcard I started with Kane and Ronaldo? Hear me out. <laughs> yeah, well. because I'm going to be selling, um, you know. Uh, Bruno to Mo anyway, but it would give me another week to kind of know who's going to be doubling and uh, when, yeah. and also like which which forward is the one to get, and that's who I would downgrade Ronaldo to. 
Or is Broya back? And just go to Broya. And up, up, up. I mean, I mean, if you Whoever, did that, what you, know. what you could do is you, is you could get a double in. I mean, you, you're then get, back to... Go to like uh, Trossard or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or... or um, uh, Alanga. Well, not a Langa, but I wonder how I wonder how low I'd have to go to do that. I don't have an I don't have the ability to do that in like two seconds, so I'm not gonna spend yeah, ten yeah. minutes doing that. So, but yeah, no, I wonder. I mean, it sounds crazy. Now I'm banking two transfers again, but I really think you're right. I just I was like, should I go with Saint Maximan? Should I go with this guy? And like none of the forwards seem attractive. Like I think maybe the answer is just go. Uh, Wehorst <laughs> instead of Cornet. Yeah, I, I, I was I was getting there in my head as well. Yeah, you know, and and maybe I'll do one without Cornet and just go with him as the Burnley attacker, just because the forward. Anyway, I think we've spent enough time on this. Was there anything else you wanted to, you know, pot about? Like this was supposed to be a quick one. I feel like we should cut half this shit out in the second half <laughs> just to make it short. Fuck. Oh well, it was fun. Um, no, I, yeah. I don't think so. I mean, I just do a timestamp saying, uh, uh, "Well, you, you, you may have seen some penalties being taken, but the penalties are just about to start in the African Cup of Nations. So perhaps it's a good time to cut off. We can uh, enjoy the uh, enjoy that, enjoy that, and see uh, see who comes out uh, victorious. For for what it's worth, I think Egypt are destined to win this, having already won two penalty shootouts. And uh, wow, but let's see. Okay, well enjoyed that uh best best up with the tinkering on the wild card i guess for all you wild carders i i, I hope that you do get a bit of a certainty over 27 which will make life a little bit easier uh and kev i guess we uh best luck to you and we'll i guess we'll do one of these pods next, uh sometime in the week ahead of uh, game week 25 which will be here yeah. before, before we know it cheers Sounds mate. Good, dude. cheers buddy talk to you later bye bye, bye.